0: world we know is gone. No Google, no Amazon.com, no email, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living.
1: everybody. Welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, giving you everything you need to know to uh, survive the oncoming uh, zombie apocalypse as we're about to be portrayed on AMC by Frank Darabont, Gail Ann Hurd, and friends, starting Halloween night, how apropos, October 31st. I'm joined tonight with uh, the Shambling Mounds, known as Brad Milo, Jordan from Jersey, Johnny M., and Russ. How you doing, guys? Doing good.
2: (laughs) We're so close
1: yeah less than two weeks yeah I'm just a few days away and we'll be able to actually see The Walking Dead television show um, I know we're all big fans of the comic and I also know it's a non-spoiler show but I mean we have a lot of things uh, on our plate coming up um, before we get to uh, business and talking about the actual Walking Dead TV uh, TV show and whatnot, I know that Jordan has a very special announcement about a contest that we're running uh, in conjunction with a, yet another a friend of ours, Media Junkyard. Jordan?
3: Yeah, I've uh, been friends with the Media Junkyard podcast, which you can find at MediaJunkyard.com for quite some time. And uh, they have a lot of press clearance, and so they got a pack of stuff from AMC, Uh, that was walking dead specific. And so they, I talked with them and we are going to partner up and have a contest to give away all this cool stuff. So what we're giving away are books one through five of the walking dead. That is the hardcovers folks. Uh, The zombie survival guide cards. They have a a thing of uh, individual cards and walking dead word magnets. If you've ever seen like those magnetic poetry kits, That's what this is, but zombie-themed. So books 1 through 5 of The Walking Dead, zombie survival guide cards, and Walking Dead word magnets can be yours. But here's the twist, all right? We're not going to tell you how you can win it on this show. You're going to have to listen to the next episode of Media Junkyard, which will be up uh, online Wednesday the 27th of October 2010. You will have till 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on Halloween – to enter but you're going to have to go to MediaJunkyard.com and listen to their episode that goes up wednesday the 27th to find out how so you'll have four dates it's not going to take you long to enter at all it's going to take you like two minutes less if you're quick and then you're going to have to listen to our first show once that once the actual show premieres to find out who won but we're giving this away in conjunction with them it's an awesome prize pack it's really easy to enter you're just going to have to listen to both shows to do so So check out MediaJunkyard.com Wednesday the 27th for that episode and uh, and enter away.
2: Those five hardcovers are an outstanding prize. I mean, those are nice oversized hardcovers that, you know, they present really well. They look great on your bookshelf. And you're talking about the first 10 trades, you know, 60 issues?
3: Yeah, if you're not – if you haven't read the, sh- the book yet and you're just interested in the show, uh, you could get pretty much caught up immediately with this prize pack. It's so awesome, I want to win it, but I'm not eligible. So, oh well.
2: Brad is going to enter as an alias.
3: <laughs> yes. Brad Blylow <Shply>,
4: <laughs> I'll use my, my DJ name that I wanted to be when I was a kid. My first and middle names reversed. I'll enter as Keith Bradley. That's not bad. That yeah. works. Uh, you know those, those hardcovers are sweet, and it more than makes up for the the lame uh, uh, zombie uh, magnet word game because there's only <laughs> no, cause there's only two words in it brains and uh, you know that's it. It's like hundred brain magnets and hundred. Uh, I think there's so. more than that, but it's like it's
3: probably like stuff like shotgun and and uh, oh, okay like fire and I don't know other stuff. No, those, I haven't actually seen it, but it it's those pretty word long. magnet games are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check out mediajunkair.com to find out how to enter and then you'll have about three days to enter, but it's only going to take you two minutes. So it's a pretty awesome, awesome prize you can win. And we hope you enter.
2: So what we have planned for tonight is we're going to kind of go around the room. We we have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, we're very happy to announce, I guess that thanks to all of our great listeners, the, the show is doing really well. And we had, uh, we were on the new and notable area of iTunes, and, and we gained a lot of people, and it's, it's all due to the five-star reviews and the retweeting and the Facebook stuff that everybody's doing, and it's, uh, it's been a great ride so far. So what we'd like to do is thank everybody by playing some of those voicemails. We're also going to uh, read some of the tweets that we've gotten at at Podcast. And we're going to also read some five-star iTunes reviews. And I think in between what we'll do is have a little theme for the show where we talk about things that we don't want to see to kind of put a little twist on what we did two shows ago. When did we do things that we want to see?
3: Yeah, two or three shows ago. But Yeah, just things, TV tropes, horror movie, cliches, and uh, maybe even – maybe there's something from the book. I mean we won't get spoiler, but maybe there's something that you just didn't like and you don't want to see in the show.
2: So we're going to start with Brad, who is going to play some voicemails, and we'll uh, have some comments on that, and then we'll get into our discussion before we continue.
4: Yes, sir. Here's a, here's a voicemail from a guy named Corey from Dallas. I wonder if I know this guy because, you know, I'm close to Dallas. Here it is. Hey,
0: fellas. This is Corey from Dallas, Texas. I was calling to thank you for the Walking Dead podcast. Uh, it's really, really and me up for the for the series when it starts in Halloween and I also want to give big props to Johnny M for doing such a great job in pulling the audio from the convention panel at New York Comic-Con anyway you guys keep up the good work and I'll keep listening thank you thank you
2: Corey Corey is a good um we do know him Brad actually he follows our Facebooks and
1: Corey Jackson right
2: Yes, correct.
1: He's yeah, a big... I get a lot of Facebook stuff from him. He has a lot of good suggestions for LOD, too. So.
2: He supports all the stuff uh, we hear from him on the Speak of the Devil stuff. and. Uh...
1: Mm, he
4: probably hates my show. He likes everybody else's, but he hates my show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like your show, Brad. Well, we no. love your show. And I hear you guys... your mom does, too. You guys don't count.
2: Do we have of
3: another
4: Of course you count. Of course you count. You want to... You want to do another voicemail?
2: Yeah, let's get through the voicemails and then we'll change the subject for a little while and then we'll do some other stuff.
4: All right. This one's from our friend, Joe Jans, otherwise known as soda on uh, forumforgeeks.com. Hey guys, uh, this is Joe Jans, otherwise
0: known as soda on the boards. Um, I have a voicemail for the walking dead, uh, podcast. Love the first two shows. Fantastic. Um, huge fan of the book and uh, I just had a topic of conversation for you in between uh, now and the uh, start of the show um, and that's just uh, you know how to kill a zombie and I guess more to the point is just how human are these zombies um, You know, I've always heard you have to uh, remove the head or uh, kill the brain um, but one thing I was a little curious about is if they still have human attributes um, are they, are there other ways, uh, outside of that spectrum that you can kill these zombies? For example, could you take a zombie and, uh, hold it underwater and drown it? Does it, does it need to survive with oxygen in its lungs? Um, same thing like burying them alive. Could you just throw them in a big pit and cover them up with, uh, uh, much dirt? But you always see them clawing out of those things. So, uh, just a little, uh, something to throw around. Also, as far as the, uh, you know, as you guys stated in the previous episode, uh, you know, how does the virus spread? Uh, Me, I, I too, am a big fan of it's got to be by a bite, Um, not just anybody that dies is automatically going to reanimate. But um, one thing I had a question about is how come we never see animal zombies? Um, Could a zombie bite a horse, for example, as they do in The Walking Dead? Could that horse come back as a horse zombie uh, also, you know, shuffling around uh, the world trying to eat uh, either other horse brains or human brains? Not sure if they have a specific taste one way or the other, you know, because eventually I'd like to see little kitty zombies uh, running around the earth. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, that's my question. Please, uh, you know, feel free to uh, expound on that as much as you possibly can. Uh, keep up the great work, and I'll be uh, strapped in front of numerous televisions on October thirty first, waiting for Walking Dead on AMC. So uh, thanks a lot. Talk to you guys later.
4: The only kitty is a zombie kitty.
2: <laughs> Joe's awesome. Another big supporter for from way back.
1: Yeah, I think so... it's general general knowledge though that you really have to go for the the head the headshot. I mean for killing zombies. I mean, granted you could drown them or bury them as he said, but I think uh, you, know, you could bury them, but
3: I've seen, there's lots of movies where the zombies walk underwater. Yeah. With no,
1: no problem. So that's true. It, it probably depends uh, on a creep franchise. show. Now that I think about it
3: and uh, land of the dead, they,
1: they do that. Right. So um, I think that, it's general zombie lore that you, you pretty much have to go for the headshot, separate the head from the body
3: and zombie animals. It also depends on the franchise. I've seen some with them, but it's rare.
1: Resident Evil.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah Resident Evil and what's um?
1: Pet Cemetery.
2: I am Legend. I guess that's really vampire
1: though. It technically vampires,
3: but it's. Uh, I think the the technical term is crap. But uh, you know, <laughs> I am that.
4: Legend was vampires.
3: Yeah, the original book was. Oh, the book. Okay. The, the movie kind of screwed with all kinds of the important things in the book, but that's another
1: show. It's still it's still not as good as the original version with Charlton Heston, the Omega Man.
3: That's not actually even the original version, but I hate that version too.
1: Oh right, there was a version with Vincent Price before I forgot. Yeah,
3: the there's Ma- like at least four. Right. I think
1: I think Matheson but, actually wrote the screenplay for the one with Vincent Price. If I remember. Oh really? That's cool. Anyway.
2: Well, thanks, Joe. I
5: I also agree with the headshot. If you want to kill a zombie proper, you've got to you've got to scramble the brain.
3: There's a whole series of cool scenes in Day of the Dead, I think it is, where um, there's a scientist who pretty much is just doing experiments to figure out whether it's the brain or what parts of the brain you have to destroy. Uh, So there's a whole cool sequence of scenes very intricately dissecting, pun not intended, um, how that works.
4: I believe there was a scene in the Walking Dead comic, and I can talk about this in the vaguest of details so it won't spoil anything, Um, but I believe we saw a character – At least one character get beheaded and then then the head itself became zombified and and woke up, if you will, with zombie eyes. And I think we've seen that. So I think I think Jim's right. It has to be pretty much uh, you got to take care of the brain itself. One more. Yes. uh, We heard from Corey, from Joe, uh, Mike Pampanella, an old uh, acquaintance of
1: ours from uh, from a while back the pamp himself.
6: Hey, uh, this is Mike Pampanella and uh, this is a Walking Dead specific uh, voicemail. I'm, I'm calling because I uh, I really wanted to uh, express how I'm really looking forward to this TV show. It, it really, it has to be awesome. That's that's really all I can say. I mean, well, no, I can say more, but it really, it has to be awesome. It really does. Um, and I, I'm just, hoping that AMC is is able to uh, to advertise and, and promote this uh, show correctly. I'm I'm afraid that it people are just going to shy away from it, thinking that it's just pure horror. And 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 I know the show is going to be awesome, but I, I worry about how it's going to look to the average viewer. And if you can't hook the average viewer, uh, you, you might be looking at some pretty low numbers. I and mean, it, it it can be viewed as a very uh, niche specific uh, type of type of show and and uh, I think some some shows in the past have fallen into those trappings so um, but I, I think I, I really think the show is going to be awesome, fantastic and uh, and I and I, I need it to be awesome, fantastic because I want to watch an awesome, fantastic show about zombies on TV on AMC uh, where they can push the limits a little bit more. Uh, it's a shame it's not on Showtime or, or HBO but I have AMC. And, and I don't have HBO or Showtime, so uh, I guess hooray for that. But, you know, it's, you know, boo because you're not going to get all the awesome sex score and violence that, uh, that that program deserves. So, But it's all good. It's all good because I'm optimistic, and uh, which is uncommon for me because people tell me I'm fairly pessimistic. So this, this is a good thing. Walking Dead has the optimistic, if you can believe that. All right. Uh, great talking with you guys. I look forward to uh, I look forward to once the show starts being uh, being able to hear what you guys have to say. All right, and uh, you take it sleazy. Bye.
1: I think he's making right. a good point. I mean, but I mean, if you look at a show like True Blood, which could have been written off as just another vampire show, you know, or Rubicon, which just could be written off as another conspiracy show, I think you really can see where an audience you know, can be found for that kind of show beyond it just being, you know, people just dismissing it for v- being, you know, another zombie movie or whatever, you know. So I think, I think it, another... another I think, Yeah, I think you can definitely find an audience.
4: I think another good example of that is uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That was... Uh, had a huge audience, but it was pretty much a niche genre show, you know? Excellent,
1: yeah. excellent, example.
4: Well,
5: I think the timing's right, too, because... You know, we see the Saw movies are bringing in you know viewers by the millions, and even the Resident, the last Resident Evil movie did you know fairly good. I mean, it didn't do Gangbusters, but um, but but did pretty good. And you know, we get you know, like we're saying, True Blood and everything else. So I think I think there's an audience out there that likes the the horror gore thing going on, and I think you know, based on some of the stills we've seen in the in the preview shots we've seen it doesn't look like amc is uh skimping on the gore
3: yeah i was just gonna say based on the image that is currently my secondary monitors wallpaper uh they are not skimping on the gore i I passed this out to the guys earlier but there's an awesome shot involving an axe that i cannot wait to see in motion
2: yeah i mean the interesting thing to me is it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of when the Watchmen movie was coming out. I mean, right now, we're doing all of this talking about Walking Dead for the television show. And, and I'd have to imagine that the people that are doing the podcasting, the chatting, and the message board stuff right now are all the comic fans. You know, I mean, the average TV viewer, I don't know if they've gotten any sense of, you know, the size of this for us. And, and in 10 days, that show is going to air, and you're going to have, like, another whole swarm of people that are interested in it. It's just very interesting to me how that's going to how, how that's going to be, you know?
3: Well, uh, Mike was the last caller, right?
2: Yes, Mike Pampanella from the Devil's Advocates Movie Review Podcast. Check it out for sure.
3: And he brought up advertising. And I can't really speak to the advertising uh, across all channels because I don't watch a whole lot of TV as it airs. I'm more of a Hulu guy. But – Uh, As Russ can uh, probably back me up on this, AMC is promoting the heck out of this on their own channel. And, I mean, if you watch any AMC program, they've got not only commercials for The Walking Dead and really good ones, but they're having things like on Rubicon and Mad Men finale, they had the stars, like commercials with the stars of those shows talking about The Walking Dead and what they've seen and what they're looking forward to. And if, if there's one thing you can say about AMC, there's a lot of things you can say about AMC. They have awesome original programming. But um, if there's one thing you can definitely say, it's that people who watch AMC shows trust AMC to put out awesome shows. And so if they are promoting it to that audience, that audience is going to follow it over, I think.
5: Yeah, just you know, having recently finished watching the finale for Mad Men, they pretty much at every commercial break you got a little snippet of Walking Dead. So I, I, I don't watch a whole lot of AMC, but you know, what I've seen that that's definitely been the case where they've been, they've been, been it pretty hard.
3: And it's cool. It's like every commercial is different. It's not just, uh, it's not just the same commercial over and over again, or a different commercial or two different commercials that they alternate. I've seen like 15 different walking dead commercials over the last few episodes of mad men. So that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Rubicon as well. They, they did exactly what you're saying. They had the stars of Rubicon, talk about like zombie movies or the genre and how excited they are for Walking Dead. I was so that, saying yeah, someone
3: they- over on uh, for, I think it was Forum for Geeks today, Forum for Geeks that time. Everyone should check it out. But um I really appreciate how AMC is treating their shows like a family and kind of uh having all the other shows promote the new shows and the stars come out to talk about it. It's it's a really cool kind of environment there in television.
2: Yeah, it's almost like a little cult following. Like you were saying, Jordan, I think you were kind of alluding to that. Like the AMC watchers are like really into everything on AMC.
3: Because uh, it's all awesome.
2: Right, which is cool. You know, it's it's very cool.
3: They've built up that circle of trust to a point where uh, people are willing to give anything they put out a try. And so far, there's really been no disappointments. Well,
5: and two, the other thing AMC's got going on is this lead up to Halloween. I think what have they got this? I forget what they call it. Fest,
3: Fear Fest or Jordan, Fright Week no, or something like day- that.
5: Yeah, yeah. So like every day between now and Halloween, they're they're showing like a block of horror movies. And, you know, again, I haven't seen any of that, but I'm sure they're promoting it heavily, too. So I think again, I think it's kind of the perfect storm and good timing for them to pre premiere the show on Halloween um, just because it makes sense.
2: All right. So we covered our voicemails, which is great. We thank everybody for calling in. Uh, If anybody else would like to call in in the future, you know, by next episode, we'll have uh, the shows to talk about, and we'd love to hear from you, 516-468-7912. So before we move on to tweets or our iTunes reviews or anything like that, would somebody like to jump in with something that they do not want to see from this show?
4: Can I go first?
2: Please. I insist
4: I don't want to see famous faces, famous actors. For me it's quote unquote bad enough that the girl from Prison Break is on this show. I mean I like her, you know I can get over that, but you know when I read the comic those people are are people I've never seen before. They're their own people, their own characters and when I watch Walking Dead I'm going to think, oh there's Sarah from Prison Break. Maybe I'll get over that right away, and I hope I do, but I don't want to have to do that with with a lot of other characters. Like, um, was it uh, Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds movie that Tim Robbins was in the middle of? Yeah. When he showed up, I was like, the heck, that's Tim Robbins. Why is he here? And I totally forgot I was watching a movie. So, so you don't, I want, don't, I don't, you don't want,
5: want stunt casting.
4: No, I don't at all. And I I don't think that Sarah from Prison Break is stunt casting? I really don't. But I don't. I don't want stunt casting.
1: But well, uh, what, what about what about when, real quick? What about cameos of famous people as zombies though? Kind of like what they do on Law and Order, where the famous people are the dead bodies. Could you live with that? Or like Bill Murray in Zombieland? Right. Exactly. Good. No, movies. I
4: don't. I don't want that. And you know, we we had talked before about who could we imagine playing this character and that character and. I think all of us agreed that Danny Trejo Trejo would be an amazing uh, person to play the governor character that shows up later in the book. And as much as I'd like to see him in that character, I want it to be somebody I've never seen.
3: Brad, are there any characters that you've seen casted other than, uh, I believe, Sarah Wayne Cowley's as as Lori? Are there any other actors you've seen so far that you go, ooh, I'm too familiar with them in the show?
4: No, not at all. Um, I've never seen. Andrew Lincoln, is that who's playing Rick? That's correct. I don't believe I've ever laid eyes on him before. Jeffrey DeMunn, you know, he looks vaguely familiar to me, but maybe it's the beard that's throwing me off. I don't, I can't remember the last movie that I've seen him in. I know I've seen him before. He just looks like one of those familiar faces, so that's, I'm okay with that. And the girl that plays Andrea looks vaguely familiar to me, but I can't place her, so I'm okay with that, you know. I look at Lori, and I go, there's Sarah from Prison Brick. You know, none of the other ones are like that to me, and and I really, really like
3: that. The only one that even approaches that for me is – I believe the character's name is Marshall, but he's uh, the father who takes Rick in – well, sorry. Let me, let me backtrack so I don't spoil that. Uh, he's a character – I believe his name is Marshall who shows up early in the series. Uh, he's been in a lot of the commercials. Uh, that actor has been on uh, – he was in AMC's version of The Prisoner. He's been in – He's been in a ton of stuff. I, I don't know that he's going to – see, I, I, I don't disagree with you Brad, right at all because I've definitely seen that happen before. But this is one case where I go, oh, I've liked that actor in a lot of stuff, Um, so I'm interested to follow him. And he's not like a main character by any by any means in, in, any, in anything I've seen him in. But um, I believe the character's name is Marshall. We'll, we'll know once we see the show for sure. But yeah, that I can see where you're going with it. I, I agree, though, that it's
4: not really happening in the show so far, at least for me. I would like to see Robert Kirkman as a zombie.
2: You're telling me if Bill Murray
1: showed up as a zombie, you would be upset?
4: I would stop watching the program, yes.
1: I know Charles Charles Adler is a zombie in one of the first couple of episodes.
4: That's cool, you know, and I wouldn't mind seeing Robert Kirkman because it's his thing. But I swear to you right now, if Bill Murray shows up as a zombie, I will stop doing this show because I will have stopped watching... The uh, the TV show.
1: What if he's wearing a golf outfit? What if he's wearing uh, a What if he's wearing a Ghostbusters outfit?
4: No, the only reason, the only way I'd let it slide is if he was dressed as Carl from Caddyshack.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'd play through.
4: And he was chasing gopher zombie gophers. Vermin, vermin, vermin zombies.
2: Uh, okay, so why don't we jump to iTunes reviews? Maybe we'll hit a couple and then we'll go back to things that we don't want to see and then go back to more reviews because we have quite a few reviews, don't we?
4: Yeah, we got four new reviews since our last show. Um, This one came in on October the 14th by BNX Bomber. Five stars. Hands down the best Walking Dead podcast. That's pretty, you know, complimentary in itself. But he can. We better step up our game. I know. You
2: know, there's a lot of them now.
4: I know.
3: (laughs)
2: all of us being
4: part of the walking dead podcast network plug 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 he says if you're a fan of the comic and hyped about the tv show this is the podcast for you these guys keep the comic talk separate from the tv talk so you don't get spoiled but they know a ton about both can't wait for halloween so i can follow along all season with the show and we've heard that a lot from from people that like the fact that we say hey spoiler alert you know yeah
2: it's definitely not the first time that We've heard that, so that's uh, that's good. I'm glad. That was a tough decision, kind of, you know. We still have a hard road ahead of us to watch the show and not think about where it went in the book, you know. I think you talked a lot about that, Brad, last time. Yeah. But uh, so far, so good.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting, especially, I mean, when you uh, recorded that panel, uh, John, when Frank Darabont was talking about taking little detours and everything. Um, I mean, it'll be brand new territory for us, even though we are very familiar with the books.
4: Yeah, Jim, I like the I like the way he said that. He said, you know, Kirkman's laid a path down. We will step off the path, but we'll always come back to the path. So, you know, he made mention of a couple of characters that he wanted to see, which you know are in the book. So, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Seriously, just thinking about it. Okay, we got. Uh, let's do one more iTunes review. October the fifteenth. Uh, Get this pod. I'm sure he means podcast. Five stars. Nick Walker, thank you. Uh, These guys obviously know and love what they are talking about. If you love the comics or are a fan of the show, get this now. You won't be disappointed.
3: I wonder if Mr. Walker is one of the Walkers, the zombies.
2: Or perhaps a Texas Ranger.
3: That's true. Maybe
4: both. (laughs) Maybe he's a zombie Texas Ranger. They played like zombies tonight, I'll
1: tell you what.
2: What if (laughs) Charles Bronson showed up as a zombie, Brad?
1: I'd let that slide, too. What if yeah. Chuck Norris showed up as Zo- <laughs> Walker zombie Texas Ranger?
2: That's actually who I meant. <laughs> I got my tough guys mixed up there.
5: Yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think if, if Charles Bronson showed up, he'd actually be a zombie.
3: <laughs> yeah, all I can figure was you meant uh, Tom Hardy's uh, version of Tom Hardy as Charles Bronson as a zombie.
4: Oh, boy. That would be funny, too, though. Jim, what is it that you do not want to see in this program?
1: I do not want to see Lori. I hate Lori. <laughs> Seriously, you don't like that character? I really don't like that character very much at all. I'm
3: sorry. I, I hate to put a pin in your balloon there, Jim, but you may not get your wish.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay though. I what like is it about character. She just was, is, without I, even in the comic, I found her very annoying, very needy, mm. very dependent on Rick and everything that he did, not to spoil anything, but she was just very annoying. And it's funny because Megan and Nicole and I had this conversation. They've read The Walking Dead as well. And um they were very annoyed by Lori too. So we have this like Lori annoyance club going on. But I realize she's, she's part the, of the uh, story, and I realize, you know, she's important and everything.
5: She's the Betty Draper of The Walking Dead.
1: <laughs> if you say so Most certainly. No no, Believe me, Those are Men she fans. is
3: mad. Uh, Betty Draper is one of the most hated characters in television. Um, but if Jim has his way, Lori may be soon be in the running for that same character.
1: It's just my opinion. I mean, I, I love the story. Obviously, I've, I've, I've read it all the way up to, you know, I think the last trade and uh, everything else. But I've just always been annoyed with Lori. What can I tell you? Why
2: don't you give us one more review, Mr. Milo?
4: Okay, one more. uh, The Chub Toad says on October seventeenth. He says, "Great podcast for a great show slash comic. Five stars. This is an exceptional podcast that I recommend as essential if you are a fan of Walking Dead."
2: Sweet. The Chub Toad is a member of the Forum for Geeks as well,
4: and a friend of all of our fine podcasts:
3: Half Hour Wasted, Legion of Dude, Walking Dead TV. He's a good guy.
2: Maybe
5: Brad, we may catch him hanging around the Star Trek fan days this weekend.
4: That's true. that's true. I'm glad to hear that you're coming out, Russell. That's gonna be that's gonna be fun. I wish I if I find $75 on the ground, I'm so getting in William Shatner's line, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> I may just have to yell across the the room. Denny Crane and you know. <laughs> Chubb Toad or
3: Rich as those of us who use real names know him, uh, is the only person to have ever co-hosted my YouTube video comic reviews. Oh, oh wow, Fun fact. Fun fact. did not really, 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 really annoying to record and edit. I'll say that right now. It was worth it, but it was a really long process.
5: Hmm.
2: Well, I will jump in if, if, uh, if I'm not stepping on anybody's toes. I have very specific things that I don't want to see, but I cannot say any of them. So I will say that. My fear is that with only six episodes in the first season, my fear is that they're going to rush a storyline that's important in the book. And I'm not referring to anything specifically because I don't know what the first season storylines will be. But I guess I'm just afraid that they're going to have to wrap something up in a nice little neat bow – not knowing if there's a second season and they really want their first season to kind of hit. But we're only talking about, what, five hours of TV? You know, when you take out commercials and uh,
3: Except that the pilot's going to be like 67 minutes long.
2: Okay. All right. So, so. maybe five and a half hours total, yeah. you know, television. Um, so I am afraid that they're going to rush something that the readers of the book feel is an important or was an important storyline. And that's it. I guess that's what I'm afraid of most. There, again, there are points that I would like to talk about right now, but I won't. I'll mention them as they happen, I guess. But
1: well, in a very general way, I know what you mean because the, the very important part of the, the 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 quality of The Walking Dead is the pace of the story. You know, it's not it's not just. I mean, obviously it's the characters and the way they interact, but also the way the story is paced when you read it in big chunks, like in a trade or in the compendium or whatever. So I totally get what you're saying. It'd be very easy for them to rush through a lot of things that, that really um, you know, took their own time to develop in a really good way in the comic.
2: Right. If If they'd like to end episode six on a certain reveal or cliffhanger – Or moment, you know, they're going to look for that great moment to end it on for viewership, but that could be a moment that was dragged out a heck of a lot longer. It might have taken 30 issues to get there in the comic, and now they're doing it in five and a half hours of TV. Um, So it worries me a little bit. So that's my thing that I don't want to see.
1: Or it could be the opposite. Like, you know, because, I mean, Frank Darabont taking these little, like uh, Brad was saying, you know, uh, off the path uh, trails. Maybe, you know, it'd only be like the first, you know, six issues or whatever.
5: I hope they don't dumb it down. One of the things I hate when they translate certain media comics or books into either TV or movies I, I think TV's more guilty of it than anything else they tend to like dumb it down um, you know where people don't they just they just don't act very smart and it's just so um, just so over the top that people act stupidly that it really just kind of makes you roll your eyes or takes you out of it so I'm hoping they they stay real true to the characters in the way that Kirkman wrote it and that they don't fall into the you know typical um, TV story writing traps that we see a lot
1: I totally agree with that because I mean without the br- the brutality it loses the story loses a lot of its drama
2: and, and along those lines Russ that just made me think you know people do stupid things in the book but they get called out for it you know you know what I mean like if you fire that gun yeah and cause you know draw the attention of a thousand zombies you're gonna get called an idiot You know, it's it's something that you don't really see, like you said, in these, you know, kind of conventional horror films that people just do dumb stuff. Everybody rolls their eyes and they get killed or whatever. There's real consequences in the book for messing up
5: that and just things like we see in horror movies. And I I know Scream kind of made fun of it, but where people are like, oh, I'm going to go walk down the dark you know path with no one with me (laughs) and no weapons and
1: be right back
5: (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly exactly (laughs) you know and then boom they get eaten or whatever and it's just like really you know come on the audience is much more sophisticated that you know you don't need to fall for those same conventions
2: yes (laughs) teenagers uh crisis zombie crisis is not a good time to have sex or make out or <laughs> do any of those 70 horror things that uh, will get you killed?
4: Can I go on a quick yeah. tangent? Please. Um, going along with what Russ said just now about the rules and stuff, have you guys seen the the teaser trailer for Scream Four?
1: No, no, not yeah, yet. That was on the uh, Scream Awards uh, last night. I saw part of uh, the Scream Awards before I went to bed last night. And yeah, that w- that trailer looked pretty good actually. It was kind of weird to see. Nev Campbell, after all this time. Yeah. And Courtney you know how Maltz and Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Ulrich was in the... Yeah, he was the cop, right? He was right? In the first one.
4: No, that, that was... Um,
1: no, that was... David oh, Arquette. David Arquette. Arquette. I'm Arquette. I'm sorry, I get those two confused.
4: You know how, um, you know, in the first... It was either first or second movie. It might have been first, whatever. Jamie Kennedy, like, went over the rules. He was, like, the video store clerk who went over the rules of of, you know, you, you can't have sex, you can't say, I'll be right back, you can't do this, kind of the things that Russ just said. Well, quickly, in this trailer, this teaser trailer for the next one, there was a scene kind of like that, but the guy says, the rules have changed now. You know, uh, things are things are different. The uh, virgins can get killed now. You know, just because you don't have sex doesn't mean you're not going to get killed. Um, the killer will videotape the whole thing. So, you know, it's interesting that there were rules... But now the rules are different, and I just thought that was an interesting parallel.
2: You're excited for yeah. Scream Four and Saw Six, I would imagine.
4: Saw Six came out last year. Saw 3D is out. Uh,
2: Whatever. <laughs> I don't. have not seen
5: a single solitary Saw movie. You haven't seen Saw? I have yeah. no desire.
1: Neither have I, and neither will I. It just—I have no—I have no desire to see it at all.
4: I love those movies. Purely because of the the layering of story from one movie to the next, I am glad that the, the next one's the last one though, so that'll that'll be good.
2: Not if it makes a lot of money.
4: Yeah, well, bite your tongue.
2: Yeah, Sorry, I so don't key. think the, the
3: detractors of Saw realize quite how intricate the the plotting is. I mean, I can't say for sure that it's planned that way, like we talk about with Lost, but um, it
2: fits together pretty tightly.
4: Yeah. Sorry about the detour.
2: Okay, Brad, do we have one more? Two more?
4: We have one more iTunes review. Came in on the 18th uh, by Brad ZB. That's not me. Uh, He says, great cast with a great Don. D-O-N. I'm sure that's a typo, and I really can't figure out what he means, what he meant. Anybody... Have any ideas? Great cast with a great Don. Maybe
1: maybe he thinks, you know, that uh, since Johnny's from Long Island, he's a good fella or something. He's like Don Johnny or something.
4: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) He's the godfather.
4: He says, okay, as odd as it sounds, as a zombie writer and author, I have never read the Walking Dead series. Why? I don't know. It was graphic art. I loved it but just didn't get into it as I used to might've been since I couldn't draw. So I wrote instead, been writing zombies for years and missed this graphic art segment of it. I had heard about the walking dead and wanted to know more spoiler free. Of course, during one of your last segments, you told everyone to stop at at a certain point uh, if they hadn't read it. And I did. I love that fact. There again, somebody likes the fact that we say spoiler alert. I totally understand you guys have read the series. Giving a newbie as it is to the series is awesome. I know there is a ton of back history to the show, and I have just finished the first trade. Guys, keep up the great show and give those who haven't followed the trade the option to stop listening. If you don't, I will hunt you down as a zombie and smite you with a one-star review. (laughs) 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 That's funny.
2: Brad ZB is also the host of the Watchers of Anarchy podcast, which is all about the television show, uh, the Sons of Anarchy, which I've mentioned, I think on our other podcast stuff is like one of my favorite shows for the last couple of years. I love it. I just watched a new episode today and it's awesome. Um, so if you're a fan of that show, check out the Watchers of Anarchy podcast and he's a good friend of ours. He's a Twitter follower and, uh. He's contributing as well, so thanks a lot to Brad. And um, I hope he comes back. I hope I hope the people <laughs> I hope the people who shut it off when we start spoiling uh, come back. And uh, if he just read the first trade, that's what I think we spoiled two shows ago. So maybe he can go back and listen to that first trade. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what do you guys think about covering the rest of the trades? I mean, from here on out, we kind of we kind of have our weekly task laid out for us for the next six weeks and then i guess maybe we'll pick it up with the books in the downtime between seasons what do you think
3: i like that yeah idea. That, that sounds yeah. good to me we'll just make sure that everyone knows it will be spoilery because it's going to be those books
5: with with as many different formats that it's come in come out in we could probably do a show in and of itself just talking about the different formats that they've published the material
4: in. yeah no kidding I think a compare and contrast between the show and the comic would be nice once the season is over.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for the first moment where we all go, oh, that's straight out of the book, you know, and we can kind of take an issue that lines up with a show that as everybody has already seen and just kind of do that side by side, like you were saying, Brad, that's that's going to be a lot of fun.
3: And let's pose this question to the listeners. Hey, when we're between seasons, what do you want to hear? You know, go to Form for Geeks, send us a voicemail, let us know. What do you want to hear on the show between seasons one and two of The Walking Dead?
2: All right. So does anybody – I think Jordan is up for something that you don't want to see.
3: Sure. I've got something that I don't want to see in the show, and I I think I can already put myself at ease that it's not going to happen just because I've heard it pretty much straight from the horse's mouth. But I don't really like in horror movies the cheap scares the they walk around the corner and boom, boom, and there's nothing actually there or you know they make fun of it in, in uh, Shaun of the dead but where he's looking at the mirror and he presses the corner of it to close it and the, the reflection changes and there's nothing behind him um those kind of cheap music related scares are kind of annoying but if you've listened to our interview with bear mccreary uh just two episodes ago episode three uh you'll know he's pretty much said that he doesn't like that either and he's not going to go into that um speaking of bear mccreary I, I figure we should point out he mentioned that the three disc human target soundtrack was coming out um it just was released they put up on lalalandrecords.com dot com. 2,000 copies of the 3-disc edition. So if you want a copy of that, as I do, I've already ordered my copy, you're going to want to go to La, La Land Records really quick to support Bear McCreary and buy that album. Otherwise, you can buy just the regular version, I think, iTunes and stuff. But uh, for those of us who really like his music, uh, we're going to be picking up the 3-disc edition. Thank you very much.
2: That's very cool. 2,000, huh? That's that's limited.
3: That is a limited edition. I was very lucky to get a copy. So, But yeah, what do you guys think about those uh, those cheap auditory scares?
2: It's kind of it's one of those things that, um, you know, how, like the retro movies are back, you know, everybody's doing 80s action and everybody's doing trying to do a grindhouse 70s type thing um, as everything old becomes new again. That's right. something that I don't think will ever um, I, I think it's past cheesy. I, I, I hope that never comes back is, is what I'm trying to say.
3: Even if it comes back, I just hope it doesn't come back in this show. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, it seems yeah, I don't to think
2: be. I'm sorry. It seems to be something for the spoof. You know, for like scary movie or right. something to that effect, rather than trying to recreate a style. You
1: know of of the past. Yeah, I mean, Walking Dead's more about the tension than the cheap scares, really.
4: What is it about the cheap scare that you don't like? Do you not like wetting your pants that often? <laughs>
3: No, it's just uh, when it's used, it tends to be overused I'm and sure it's me. really cheap. It's like we, d- we didn't want <laughs> we didn't actually want there to be a scare here. We-, we couldn't actually write one in, but we put this in here to keep you interested why we're not actually writing a scare. You know what I mean? It's lazy. Yeah, exactly. It's oh, if we just do this two note musical cue and pan the ca- camera around the corner, we don't have to write a scene, you know. Um, and and I don't think for a second that's going to happen in the show. Um, not just because of the music, but because of the direction and the and the, the writers. But it's just one of those pet peeves I have.
2: All right, so I think that leaves us to our tweets, uh, to the tweets that we've received. I should say we call this. I hope we have a. Do we have like an echo or like a creepy sound we could put in over my voice, or do we not have that kind of technology?
5: We'll do it in post.
2: <laughs> okay. Do that again. Ready? Oh, wait. On three. One, two, three. The Tweeting Dead. That might even work. Thank you. Okay. So we have a couple of tweets here. If you ever want to send a uh, Walking Dead tweet to us, thank you. It is at WDTV Podcast. At WDTV Podcast. That's the show's uh, Twitter account. I've met a lot of the cool people that you've heard in the reviews and stuff and the people that we've spoken about through the Twitter. So that's very cool. First from Ducky is Lost. And that's like almost on cue because it's a lost Ducky. Hit the sound. Okay, you're going to have to do a little better than that. So this is Ducky is Lost. Started listening to The Walking Dead TV podcast to prep for The Walking Dead. Like that they keep the comics talk separate so us newbies don't get spoiled. We have another from Ducky is Lost. Show looks awesome from previews, and everyone who's read comics just gushes over the story quality, so I'm in. What previews do you think everybody is speaking of? The little short clips they're doing on AMC?
3: Uh, That or the trailer or, I mean... It's there's been tons of online stuff, presence.
4: Right? Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of
3: online presence. Yeah, there's the behind the 17 minute behind the scenes video. The free stuff up on iTunes. Oh, speaking of iTunes, by the way, they put up the prices for uh, the seasons. You can get uh, the standard definition season one for 9.99, and the high definition season one for 15.99 US. And it's going to come with the 17 minute behind the scenes documentary and knowing AMC, probably behind the scenes stuff for like every episode because that's what they've been doing lately.
4: They've already got so, I mean, prices up for this Walking Dead show?
3: Yeah, it's really affordable. Um, well, because they put up the the trailer and the 17-minute documentary, so they created a page for it, and it has excuse me has the prices for the season right there. Cool. Yeah, so that's awesome. I, I'm going to buy the DVD, but I'll probably download it anyway just because it's so affordable.
5: to say, I've got AMC, so I'm, I'm covered.
3: I, mean, I do too, but just for the replay value. Especially doing gotcha. the podcast, it would be nice to be able to go, oh, what did he say there? That kind of stuff.
5: Yeah, I guess then it's a little more portable. That, that makes sense.
3: Yeah, I don't want to be carrying the old CRT around. It's a bit of a backbreaker.
5: That's tough.
2: Alright, one last tweet. I'm going to say it's from Valkyrie Kick. Really looking forward to the show. The trailer inspired me to get into the whole concept of zombies. So that's interesting. I mean... We've been into zombies, you know, for a really long time. If you're a comic geek and uh, you know we've talked about all the different forms of zombie media and the Marvel zombies and all the video games and stuff that we're into. but it'll be really interesting to see if the whole concept is uh, accepted by the regular TV watching audience.
3: Well, I know there's gonna be like an MTV show uh, with Alex from Lost is gonna be in it. Uh, that sounds interesting. It's a totally different take. It's not serious at all. It sounds very comedic. Um, but yeah, zombies could be right right at the saturation point pretty soon.
2: All right, so we're going to wrap this up uh, in a minute. But first, I'd like to send this over to Russ. Well, what we've done is put together,
5: like John said, a garage sale. So it's a bunch of assorted items. It's, it's a lot of comics, a lot of trades. Um, there's some DVDs. There's some Blu-rays, um, toys, just stuff that – All of us have had. We're we're all trying to, I guess, simplify our clutter, so to speak. So we're we're kind of going through our piles of stuff. eBay is such a hassle, um, and we really, you know, it's not even worth really putting it up on eBay because the margins are pretty thin. So what we decided to do was offer it up to our listeners of all of our shows, being you know, half hour wasted, Legion of Dudes, Speak of the Devil, and the Walking Dead TV podcast, and stuff out there. It's all going to be just like bargain bottom, really cheap stuff. You know, shipping. You know, again, you know, mostly like media mail or you know, cheapest route. You know, we're not we're not looking to make any money off of shipping and handling like a lot of folks do on eBay. So, just to trying to get enough cash together to help pay for like hosting, and we want to um, kind of amp up our game a little bit on the audio side. So we're looking to get some some nice nicer audio equipment, some mics, some mixers, um, some st- stuff like that. And then you know, we're getting a lot more involved in the uh, con community. Um, as John was at New York Comic Con and was able to snag that uh, that panel audio. So um, so just stuff like that. It just adds up and costs a little bit of money, and we have hosting and all that other good stuff. So I thought you
4: said this garage sale was for a pizza party. Shh. That are,
5: that, that's supposed like. to be your inside voice, not your outside voice.
4: Dang it. Did I say that out <laughs> loud just now?
2: If you know collectors like we are, this is not like bent and beat up stuff. I mean, I know Russ is meticulous about all the issues that he keeps and he's selling a ton. Um, yeah, I put about like 30
1: this. figures up I, all on the card. They're all mint on card. They're all in really good condition and it's five bucks a piece or so, uh, you buy three, you get one free. So
5: You can go to www.hhwlod.com slash garage sale. So that's the that's the parent website. Um, it, you know, if, if you go to um, the main Walking Dead TV website, you know there's a link that says Home. It'll take you to the to the main Half Hour Wasted Legion of Dudes, you know, portion of the website. There'll be even a link on the on the main page, and even we'll put it up on the Walking Dead page. So if you get URL, just just go to the you know, WalkingDeadTV.com. And there'll be a link for the garage sale, I'll take you right to it. But otherwise, it's hhwlod.com/garage-sale. And you know, we're going to continue to put a bunch of stuff out there. So you know, keep an eye on the message board at forumforgeeks.com. And as we add stuff to it, we will definitely update it. And you know, as things get sold, we'll definitely mark through them so people don't get frustrated with with stuff. Um, and you'll be able to. There's an email address on the site, so when you find a bunch of stuff. You know, send us, send, you know, make us an offer, and, and you know, we're all we're all wheeling and dealing. When you when you've got twenty one long boxes of comics, at some point in your life, you just got to say some of this stuff really just needs to
1: go. So <laughs> enough is enough. It's yeah, all for yeah. a good cause, you know. It's all for a good cause.
4: And I bet you know if somebody wanted a couple of different items, we might even uh, consider you know cutting a, cutting a, a, a deal, you know, on you know, you know what I mean. Like say somebody wants, oh yeah. A, all five of of jordan's lost dvds and, and then he sees a couple of action figures that he wants and a couple of trades you know we could probably come up with a not probably we will come up with a a, a price that would would be obviously cheaper the sum is cheaper than the parts right is that how you say it
3: uh, i just want to mention real quick the contest again you're gonna to want to go on the twenty-seventh of this month wednesday the twenty-seventh go check out us. Download, download the episode that gets posted that day And you're going to want to enter the joint contest to win the first five hardcovers of The Walking Dead, Zombie Survival Guide cards, and the Zombie Poetry Magnet set. Awesome, awesome prizes. It's going to take you three minutes to enter, and you're going to want to do it. You're going to have to check out MediaJunkyard.com to find out how to enter. And then you're going to want to check out our next episode to find out whether you won or not. But it's an awesome prize set. So check out MediaJunkyard.com this Wednesday, the 27th of October, 2010. Can we enter? Uh, No. Dang it. Well, you can enter. You just can't win, I guess. Oh,
4: okay. Great.
1: Bring it home. Well, thanks for uh, another uh, wonderful uh, podcast here, the Walking Dead TV podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, our voicemail number is 516-468-7912. Our email comments at walkingdeadtv.com. Check out our brother podcast, Half Hour Wasted on Mondays, Legion of Dudes on Thursdays, and Speak of the Devil. Uh, We have our um, Daredevil and Shadowland coverage going on right now. We just uh, put up a big interview with uh, Jason Henderson. That was really cool. Also, check out Jordan's uh, YouTube comic videos. Every week he does uh, reviews of what uh, comics he's bought that week, and uh, you can check those out through our website. For Twitter, you can follow us. And uh, as, you said, as you heard tonight, we like to read our tweets on the show, along with our iTunes reviews, so you can always give us more of those. We'd love to hear the feedback of what you like and don't like about the show. Uh, Twitter is at Podcast. Uh, so follow us, and we'll follow you. And, uh, guys, it's the last show before the uh, the big premiere. I am so psyched. I know you guys are, too. So It's been
2: like over a year since we heard about it and it's uh, the time has come
1: yes awesome so jordan do you have a little catchphrase for us
3: well i just want to say good night to everybody and hey until there's no more room in hell and zombies walk the earth remember removing the head or destroying the brain may be the only proven method for zombie extermination but don't let that dissuade you from being creative have a good night
1: <laughs> good night good night Spaceway by the Beatlejuice Hotel. Mapping our constellations of the place I know so well. Sifting through the system for the piece that knows my name. Endlessly I list them in the master game. Welcome to my world. are coming
0: through